0: Get on the path to greater success and financial freedom with best-selling author, entrepreneur, and host of The Abundance, Inc. show, Mae McCarthy. Learn how to achieve your goals and create the life you love. Join Mae for one of her empowering retreats and say yes to prosperity and limitless possibilities. Events are happening this fall and in 2020. Discover spiritual and practical tools to supercharge your success. Go to MaeMcCarthy.com and click events to find out more.
3: with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Ah, Hello. I'm so happy
4: to be with you today, as always. I know people are experiencing cold, cold temperatures. Jeff, the my beloved engineer of the radio show here, is in the control room. Well, not in the control room, <laughs> outside the building, right now. They're at Unity Village. It's negative two degrees, and uh, at ten o'clock in the morning. Yikes. So I won't give you the temperatures here in Los Angeles this morning. We'll not be doing that. But suffice to say it's about a 70-degree difference. <laughs> but I won't actually name the temperature. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's life. And hey, I'll just take the opportunity to mention if you'd like to come to sunny California, uh, join me for a retreat at the end of the month. All the details are at jenniferadley.com and the events page. We're going to have a, a rock and good spiritual hoot hootenanny throwdown of a retreat. My, I, 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 I have to say we go for the deep healing on my retreat. So if you'd like some deep healing and get out of the deep freeze, come join me. All the details on the events page at jenniferhadley.com. Okay, let's pray. My topic today is spiritual romance. So let's place our hand on our heart and take that breath of love and gratitude and remember that we are love. Yes, teach only love for that is what we are. Hmm. This is the teaching of A Course in Miracles reminding us that we're already there. We're already love. We're already as holy as holy can be. And so with our hand on our heart, we declare that we are wholeheartedly available to be the love of our life. To be the love of our life. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and we remember our true identity is already perfect, whole, complete love. It always has been and it always will be. And we are dedicating ourselves to remembering that, to recognizing that, to recognizing that, seeing it not just in ourselves but in our brothers and sisters where this is our awakening, we are declaring right here and now that we're willing to have only holy relationships, releasing all ego-based relationships for holy relationships, bringing the light of love into every activity of our lives. We share the benefits with everyone because we are one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is, amen, 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 yes, what a blessing! <laughs> oh, so I love when people write about love, and uh Charles Fillmore said, "Love never sees anything wrong in that which it loves." From the talks on truth by Charles Fillmore. Love never sees anything wrong in that which it loves. And that includes people. Love never sees anything wrong in that which it loves. Yeah. And yet, and and Shakespeare said it so beautifully, love does not alter when it alteration finds. It is an ever-fixed mark which looks on tempests and is never shaken. From one of my favorite sonnets by William Shakespeare. Love never sees anything wrong in that which it loves. If it did, it would not be pure love. And yet, how many of us have vowed to love unconditionally and then turned right around and became the judger. You know, there's such mixed messages in the world about love, and that's why A Course of Miracles tells us that our relationship, our relationships are our greatest tool in our awakening, in our recognizing that this is an illusion projected by our minds. And so, let us use the greatest tool that we have, our relationships, to really help us wake up. Now, uh, we're coming to Valentine's Day here. So many people listen to the radio show years after the fact, even because we've been doing this since September twenty eleven. And actually, in the month of February 2012, I did the whole month on relationship. So I thought I'd, I'd come back and do a new take on that this month. So if relationship is your thing, get February 2012 and, and this month as well. And all those are in the archives. You can search for me, Jennifer Hadley at iTunes, or you can find them all on the Unity website. You know, uh, I love the movie Jerry Maguire. Such a great movie, and uh, I love it, Cameron Crowe's writing and sensibility, and and uh, Tom Cruise at, at at that time really was doing some great great work, and it's uh, so just a beautiful story. However, it's also a story of a special relationship. So I encourage you to get it out and look at it again. It's it's fun movie, and um, there's that very famous line. In the uh, movie about you, completely complete me, you complete me. Where uh, Jerry and oh uh, gosh, I can't think of her name right now, uh, Dorothy, uh, were in the elevator and they heard they well they perceived the. Uh, deaf couple talking and one of them said to the other you complete me and they they took that to be a sign of true romance a true love and then later when jerry comes back to dorothy and claims her for real for real he says to her you complete me and uh, everybody goes oh jerry yeah thank you but the thing is is dorothy's already complete and so is jerry He's already complete, but he doesn't know it because he's in that thick of the ego specialness. So he doesn't know that he's already complete. And when we think that someone else completes us or someone else makes us happy or someone else fulfills us, whether it's our dog, our friend, our job, our neighbor, our child, our spouse, our parent, no matter who it is, our lover, our friend, if someone else is what makes us feel complete, that feeling of completion is a hollow shell compared to what we're entitled to, which is that full sense of completeness, that deep sense of full fulfillment. So I am encouraging you if you have any of that specialness going on, let's throw it on the holy altar fire of divine love. that's the metaphor I use. I think of the heart flame, the flame that's in our heart, which is where the kingdom is. Seek first the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you. Let's throw it on the heart fire. And let's claim for ourselves a holy relationship. And I'm going to break this down. And I, I'm going to go back to this article, uh, Charles Fillmore's article, The Universal Magnet, which is on the Unity website. It's an excerpt from uh, his talks on truth. He's such a, a beautiful speaker. And so he says, love never sees anything wrong in that which it loves. If it did, it would not be pure love. Pure love is without discriminating power. In other words, God doesn't have any favorites. God does not say, oh, this one's good, this one's bad. That's something that we do when we're identified with the ego. When we have forgotten that we are the God presence, unified in the field of love, then we go into judgments. Remember, the judger always feels judged. The attacker always feels attacked. And the lover always feels beloved. So, in this article, one of the things he says is, Declare, sorry, do not be afraid to pour out your love upon all the so-called evil in the world. Deny the appearance of evil and affirm the omnipotence and the omnipresence of love And goodness, take no account of the evil that appears in your life and your affairs. Refuse to see it as evil. I love what Ernest Holmes wrote about evil. He said that evil is that which appears to be destructive. So winter, we're in the throes of winter. Winter appears to be destructive. But is it evil? No, I don't think it is. No, I do not think it is. Evil is that which appears to be destructive. I encourage you to think about that from now on when you think about the word evil or you want to label something evil. Uh, Fillmore said declare that what seems evil has somewhere a good side which shall through your persistent affirmation of its presence be made visible by using this creative power of your own thought. You will change that which seemed evil into good. Now, of Course in Miracles says it this way. In the section on fear and conflict in Chapter 2, it says, Your thought combined with your belief is a power that can literally move mountains. And it also says it's difficult to believe it. It's difficult to understand it. It's challenging. So instead of trying to understand it, I invite you to prove it. So in your relationship, the one that you would like to be made holy, be willing to move into a spiritual romantic partnership with the divine and declare that you are not going to entertain thoughts of negativity about your loved ones anymore. You are going to love them. Charles Fillmore says, Always remember that love is the great magnet of God. To focus your love about self and selfish aims will cause it to draw around you the limited things of personality and The hollow shams of sense life. To focus your love upon anything less than the all good will eventually cause you to fall short of your highest aspiration. So when we focus on the material world and the selfish games of romantic relationship, we're going to miss our highest aspiration, which is that holy relationship. So, let me describe a holy relationship here versus the special relationship in terms of what it teaches in A Course in Miracles. So, this, this is my shorthand description because, uh, it, it it's, it's helpful, I think, to have a really simple description. And uh I, I encourage you to go to chapter seventeen, section five, the healed relationship, to get this clarity there in, in the Course of Miracles. And I'll I'll be quoting from there too. So in the ego mindset, a special relationship is a relationship that gives you shelter against the storm. Shelter against the storm. So it's the you complete me. It's that Jerry Maguire relationship. I need you to feel complete. I need you to feel safe. I need you to feel good about myself. You complete me. That's the special relationship. Now, the holy relationship is the one that helps you to recognize the unity of all life. To feel connected to the oneness. So this is one of the great things I, I had, uh, Ken Wapnick was the second guest that I had on my radio show back in September 2011. And, uh, when talking with Ken, uh, we were talking about the, I asked him, Ken, how do you, Teach about the unity of all life. How do you explain that? And he said, Oh, Jennifer, it's not possible to even understand it. So don't bother. You just have to accept it. So yes, and the holy relationship is the way that your higher Holy Spirit self, the Holy Spirit can teach you about the unity of all life. So our relationships become our greatest teacher, our greatest focal point of liberation. And they are, without a doubt, our most challenging aspects of our life. So I really think that part of why we have sexuality is um, to make it so challenging, to make it really intense and difficult. And also part of sexuality is also to help us stay together. It's interesting because uh, sexuality can either be a burden, a curse, or it can be an absolute expression of unity according to our point of view. Now, what I love in the section... In the healed relationship is that it breaks it down for us step by step that our holy relationships are a phenomenal teaching accomplishment. And all we have to do is to have a holy relationship is to surrender the relationship to the Holy Spirit, to take our hands off it, to stop trying to control and manipulate it and make it be something To meet our needs when we're identified with the ego. And that is intensely challenging. And it's worth hanging in there. Over the years, I have talked to a number of couples who split up and then declared. One of them in that relationship said, you know what? I'm going for a holy relationship. Even if that holy relationship means I never speak to my former spouse again, I'm going to feel settled in my mind and loving in my heart in this relationship. Because, I mean, here's a clue. There's a temptation when the relationship is not how we'd like it to be to abandon the relationship, right? If the relationship no longer is providing shelter against the storm, if I'm no longer feeling completed, if I'm still identified with the ego and the person isn't making me happy, which is the job that I've assigned to them because I'm not capable of making myself happy. If I'm in that ego mindset, when the person is no longer doing my bidding and making me feel the way I want them to make me feel. I give them the boot. I get rid of them. I dump them. Run like the building's burning down. You know, I draw a line against them in my mind. And, of course, we can do this in a friendship. We can do this with our children, with our parents, with our co-workers. So I'm inviting you in this moment to think of any relationship where you have drawn a line between yourself and them in your mind. Where you have literally said, I am choosing and wanting and desiring and declaring, I wish for separation from them. Because you've become so identified with the ego and so overwhelmed by the physical body and the emotional body responses and the the mental chatter of the ego that your best tool has become to shut them out in your heart and declare that this year, this moment, this Valentine's Day, right now, you do not choose to reinforce separation anymore for any reason. You have suffered enough. And instead of figuring out how to repair the relationship, how to make it holy you're going to let the Holy Spirit do its job and you're going to let the Holy Spirit do the heavy lifting I like to use the image of the altar so let's place that relationship on the altar right now I invite you to place your hand on your heart and declare that you're wholeheartedly giving the Holy Spirit the heavy lifting in your holy relationship thy will be done God's will is that holy relationship And our will is God's will, because we are the love of God. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and it's time for me to take a break. I'm inviting you to go to jenniferhadley.com on my homepage. There's my free workshop, How to Get Over It, Forgiveness, right there on the homepage. Take a look. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. We're talking about A Course in Miracles, and I'll be right back.
2: If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, Please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world.
1: If you are a Gen Xer, boomer, elder, or a younger person and you want to know more about and be better prepared to navigate the world you are living in and the world that lies ahead, then Do Not Go Quietly is a wonderful book for you. If you know that when you turn away from what you love and are passionate about, you limit yourself from achieving the very thing you came to this earth to accomplish, living the life you were born to live, then this book will resonate with you. So, no matter how old or young you are, if you want to use the time you have remaining, whether years or decades, to sing the notes that only you can sing in the great song, pick up your copy of Do Not Go Quietly and start making an even more joyful noise in celebration of your life. Do Not Go Quietly, an award-winning, inspiring Hay House book, available at Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, and your favorite bookstore.
5: Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now for the first time in history. You can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio, words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio, words from our past, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world.
3: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk.
4: All right, so we're back. We're talking about holy relationship. And I, I have to say, I, 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 I speak about this from someone who experienced it because I, I really remember exactly where I was when I read this about the healed relationship in chapter 17 of uh, the text. Because when I read it, I said, wait a minute, is this really all we have to do? We just. One person in the relationship one time says to the Holy Spirit, make my relationship holy, please, and it will be done. That's it? That's it? Oh, my God. How is this not on the news every night, right? Uh, you at home are having relationship problems. Give that relationship to the Holy Spirit. One person, one time. However, (laughs) as it says here, the temptation of the ego becomes extremely intense with the shifting goals in the relationship. So the shifting goals from special relationship to holy relationship, it's like saying we've built this house on rock and roll. And now we're going to turn it into a house of of, uh, 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 worship. Now, I love rock and roll, but um, it's like saying, <clears throat> we built this house to, uh, we, it's a casino, and a special relationship, you know, like a casino. We're gambling, <clears throat> we're looking for a false sense of high. Oh, I need a sip of my tea, my goodness, I'm getting excited. <clears throat> and um, so it's like saying, you you built your house to be a casino, and now you're going to turn it into a temple. So there's going to be some reconfiguring. There's going to be some reconstruction. And it's just like if you were going to literally reconfigure a building in, in a way, in that kind of way that you might have to, you know, break, break, you know, casinos don't have windows, uh, you know, uh, in the, gaming rooms so you're going to need to put some windows in there some stained glass windows or something like that and you're going to reorient everything you're to pull up the carpets and all that and it it's going to be challenging to be living in the building while you're doing that so that's the thing that happens when you give the relationship to the holy spirit to be made holy and transform from being a special ego-based relationship during that transformation it's gonna feel like you're living in a construction zone, unless you are a hundred percent surrendered. But even living in a construction zone in a hundred percent surrender, you know there'll begin to be times when there'll be uh, challenges, right? So, and those challenges are perfectly—and I do mean
3: perfectly—designed
4: for you to work with your mind, because that's what it's all about. So this is what it says uh, in uh, Chapter 17, The Healed Relationship. So as soon as you give the uh, relationship to the Holy Spirit, it says, The holy relationship is a major step toward the perception of the real world. It is the old unholy relationship transformed and seen anew. The holy relationship is a phenomenal teaching accomplishment. In all its aspects, as it begins, develops and becomes accomplished, it represents the reversal of the unholy relationship. Be comforted in this. The only difficult phase is the beginning. For here, The goal of the relationship is abruptly shifted to the exact opposite of what it was. So instead of being limited shelter against the storm, which affirms that there is a storm. There is no storm unless you believe there is. So if you've gotten used to affirming that there's a storm. And that you need this person as your shelter. If you've gotten used to thinking of yourself as lacking and this person completes you, when the transformation starts, it's going to be challenging. So be prepared for that. Don't take it lightly. Be prepared. Be prepared to stay committed to the end of the ride. And you know one of the things um uh, I love uh, Gary Renard. He in his last book Love Has Forgotten No One. Uh, I had him on the radio show I think last October. I had I had him on the radio show probably three times last year. I've, I think he's been my most frequent guest on the show. And um Love Has Forgotten No One he dedicated to his former wife. And they were together I think it was for 25 years and they went through it. They went through it, but they came out the other side in a holy relationship. And it was the making of the two of them, as far as I can tell as an observer. And what I know Gary has shared with me is that that the work that he had to do to stay loving in his heart at times and to move from the special to the holy relationship, it transformed him. And it made it possible for him to have a holy relationship from the start with his current wife, Cindy. And I had Cindy on the show with her mom and her sister and brother-in-law last August talking about family practicing A Course in Miracles together. I love them. Uh, so back to holy relationship here. Be comforted in, in this. The only difficult phase is the beginning. For here, the goal of the relationship is abruptly shifted to the exact opposite of what it was. This is the first result of offering the relationship to the Holy Spirit to use for his purposes. The invitation to the Holy Spirit is accepted immediately and the Holy Spirit wastes no time in introducing the practical results of asking him to enter at once. The Holy Spirit's goal replaces yours. This is accomplished very rapidly, but it makes the relationship seem disturbed, disjunctive, and even quite distressing. Be prepared for that. And let me tell you, it's worth it. It's worth it, it's worth it, it's worth it. Now, when the relationship is made holy, it may not look the way you'd like it to when you start out, but when you get there and the relationship is holy, you will feel at peace, you will feel at harmony, you will feel love in your heart, and you will be transformed. The transformation of your heart that takes place in the transformation of your relationship from special to holy will bring you benefit in every area of your life including healing your finances including healing your body including healing your career including healing healing your other relationships i kid you not cuz i've done this work when i read this i i just because i'm Sometimes I'm just I just go for it. I asked the Holy Spirit to make all my relationships holy. And I pray for that day after day after day. And it threw me right into the spin cycle. My whole life went bam into the spin cycle. I'm not kidding you. And all of my relationships went into the spin cycle. And I had all kinds of relationship meltdowns and freakouts and all of that. And it was like riding a bucking bronco. So, I'm just giving you a really strong warning here. Maybe start with one relationship. And maybe start with a relationship you've forgotten about. One that you buried in your heart where you drew that line that I was talking about before the break. And maybe you can just say, okay, that relationship that I gave up on, that I abandoned, that I threw in the trash, I want to make that relationship a holy relationship. And then just, On, on a daily basis, just bring it back into your mind again. Yes. That relationship, a holy relationship. And see what happens. And I'm going to invite you. My email address is Jennifer at JenniferHadley.com. It's also on my website, JenniferHadley.com. Let me know what happens. Let me know what happens. Give it a chance to do its thing. But start to on a daily basis. Remind yourself. Yes, I'm Allowing that relationship to be made holy. And it doesn't even matter if the person has made their transition. They've left the planet. Because we're all eternal and we're all one. So our relationships can only end within the illusion of our mind. It's just a fantasy to think that our relationship could ever, ever end. If we're eternal and we're one with each other, how can we end the relationship? We could stop talking to someone. We can stop communicating with them in the world of form. But can we stop communicating with them in the oneness? I don't think so. So if you have vowed never to forgive someone, if you have vowed never to talk to them again, if you have vowed never to whatever, place all that on the holy altar. And don't ask for the relationship to be made holy and look in a particular way unless, of course, you want to slow down your transformation, your learning, and your healing. Trust the Holy Spirit to do its work. Remember. What it says in paragraph 18 of Lesson 135, what could you not accept if you but knew that everything, all circumstances, all situations, all events are gently planned by one whose only interest is your good. Trust that. Prove it to yourself that you have the ability to transform your heart and renew your mind. So it says here, many relationships have broken off at this point and the pursuit of the old goal reestablished in another relationship. So when people declare they'd like a holy relationship, but they don't really mean it and they don't have the willingness to ride through what can seem like a bucking bronco, then they might give up on the relationship and say, this is too hard, I can't do this. But remember, if you think it's too hard and you can't do it, stop trying to manage, control, and manipulate the relationship. Hand it over. Love never sees anything wrong in that which it loves, right? That's the teaching of Charles Fillmore, founder of the Unity uh, teachings. Along with Myrtle, of course, and many other good people. The temptation of the ego becomes extremely intense with the shifting goals. The conflict between the goal and the structure of the relationship is so apparent that it can't coexist. Remember, it's said that, that transformation like the casino into a temple. So instead of saying, wait a minute, don't tear down that wall, I love that wall. Instead of saying, oh no, I love that carpet, don't pull that carpet up. Oh no, I always loved that shade of orange. The blinking lights, no, don't take the blinking lights. Just keeps breathing and Mm -hmm. saying, I choose holy relationship. I choose holy relationship. So why this becomes so deeply and profoundly healing is that we have to practice. We either have to abandon the relationship, which we know is going to create so much suffering, and and karma that we're just going to have to come back and deal with again. We can't get away from the karma, hello, but we can dissolve it at record Breaking speed, right? That's time is invented for us to experience our karma and to remember our true identity. It's, it's about waking up. That's the whole reason that time was invented for us to experience a sense of separation and accepting the atonement for ourselves means that we're no longer interested in affirming separation. We're interested in seeing the illusion for what it is. And that our experiences are a projection of our mind. So if we, in the middle of construction, go, no, I want that carpet. I want those blinking lights. I want it to be, still look like a casino, but be a temple. We're not placing our trust and faith in the Holy Spirit, which is our own holy self. So it's a, it's a matter of faith. We just have to stand our ground. and trust. It's like you brought in a contractor and now you don't trust the contractor, you don't trust the architect, and you're saying, get out of here, get out of my building, I'm going to just manage and cope with it the way it is. Or maybe it's tempting to say, I can't take the transformation, I'm out of here. So it's about having spiritual maturity, to have a true, holy relationship, a, a beautiful, spiritual, romantic life. We have to trust love. And we don't trust love if we don't trust ourselves. So I'm going to come back to this. I see it's time for me to take a break. You're listening to Jennifer Hadley. We're talking about A Course in Miracles. We're on Unity Online Radio. And I'll be right back.
1: Hello, listeners. Did you know we've gone mobile? That's right. Your favorite Unity Online Radio programs are available on your mobile device. Now you can take us with you wherever you go. Using apps from Live 365 or Stitcher, you can listen to Unity Online Radio live or on demand. To learn more, visit Unity Online Radio and click on Mobile Listening.
2: What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real, be vulnerable, be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked.
4: Hey, 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 we're talking about spiritual romance here, holy relationship. And when we went to the break, I was sharing about trusting love and trusting God. So you see this holy relationship transformation. It gives you an opportunity to activate your faith and trust in God. And since we all would like to have total faith, this becomes a mechanism for you to accomplish that. It was for me. It was for me. And the, the teachings of A Course in Miracles in this regard are so clear. So I really invite you to read that section, The Healed Relationship, section 5 in chapter 17, over and over and over again. Because the words are very strong here. And it says here uh, the conflict between the goal and the structure of the relationship, between a special relationship and a holy relationship, is so apparent they cannot coexist. So the relationship must be transformed. And until the happy solution is seen and accepted as the only way, out of the conflict, so the holy relationship is the only way out of the conflict as soon as until you recognize that the relationship may seem to be severely strained, so if you're in a relationship that's already experiencing that extreme strain, or maybe you abandon the relationship, accept it as holy, be willing, be willing. it says here. Only a radical shift in purpose could induce a complete change of mind about what the whole relationship is for. As this change develops and is finally accomplished, it grows increasingly beneficent and joyous. Beneficent and joyous. And this I know to be true because I have experienced it in so many relationships and all kinds of relationships, work relationships, friend relationships, romantic relationships, family relationships. It says this is the time for faith. You let the goal be set for you. That was an act of faith. Do not abandon faith now. That the rewards of faith are being introduced. If you believe the Holy Spirit was there to accept the relationship and take responsibility for it, why would you now not still believe that he is there to purify what he has taken under his guidance? Have faith in your brother in what seems to be a trying time. Have faith in the other person in the relationship that they have what it takes to also join you in this holy relationship because, my friend, they do. You are one with them. The love that is in you is in them, and the only reason that you would doubt it or not trust or not have faith is because you have in the past declared that you were interested in being loving and unconditionally loving, and you chose not to be. And you, in a moment, you turned on a dime and you said, forget that love stuff. You're This person's a jerk. I'm mad at them. I'm going to do something hurtful to them. I'm going to exact revenge. And so there is the memory of when you abandoned love and you went for the ego and you said, yes, I'm going to attack them with my thoughts, with my words, with my mind. I'm going to cut them out of my heart and abandon them. I'm going to shame them. I'm going to blame them. We've all done it. And for that now we feel, oh, I'm not trustworthy. I promised to be loving and I broke my promise. I am not trustworthy. And so we, because we believe that we are not trustworthy, we project that onto the other person. We project that onto every person. We project that onto God. The way to have a true spiritual romance is to surrender, to surrender, to surrender thinking that the ego knows anything, to surrender the identification with the ego, to surrender the identification with the body especially when the body is filled with anger and rage and resentment and hurt. All of that transpires because the emotional body is charged. And the emotional body gets charged because the mental body believes things that are not actually true. So, when the holy relationship is being transformed, it is simply a matter of saying It's like the Holy Spirit is saying to you in each and every moment that you're feeling freaked out about the transformation of the relationship, the appearance of conflict, that you're saying, that the Holy Spirit is saying to you, wilt thou be made whole? Wilt thou be made whole? And if the temptation is to say, but look at what this jerk is doing, the answer to that question is no. No, no, no. And therein lies the conflict. So in this section, uh, Jesus is using many strong sentences where it says, he, he says here that the holy relationship is a phenomenal teaching accomplishment and you can give all the heavy lifting to the holy spirit but he warns you it could be excruciating it could be very difficult it could be it will like the temptation of the ego becomes extremely intense not mincing words there he is warning you it could become extremely intense it will likely be extremely intense the conflict will seem so apparent. And the relationship may be severely strained. However, you can be the rock of love in the relationship, which doesn't mean that you put up with anything. It means you are willing to see things rightly. You're willing to release your judgments, your opinions, your thoughts of lack and attack. So I do encourage you in your transforming your relationships to a holy relationship and surrendering them all to the Holy Spirit, start with the ones where you don't talk to the people anymore, where you don't see them anymore, where they've passed on, and start to pray for a holy relationship on a daily basis. Now, it's true, you only have to ask once. But keep affirming, I'm willing for that relationship to be made holy. And what's going to come into your mind is all the resentments and the regrets and the hurts and the fears and the doubts and the worry and the blame and the shame and the thoughts of revenge that you've held on to, the jealousy all along. And these thoughts are going to come up into your mind. And it's the Holy Spirit's way of saying, would you like to affirm this or would you like to surrender it? Would you like to affirm that judgment or would you like to surrender it? Would you like to affirm your opinion or would you like to surrender it? This is the time for faith. Do not abandon faith now that the rewards of faith are being introduced. You can escape from your distress only, the the ego will tell you you can escape from your distress only by getting rid of your brother, only by abandoning the relationship. But remember, that is a fool's errand. The ego will convince you you can abandon the relationship. But if you're one with them and you're eternal, how can that even be possible? That's crazy. Hang in there. Your relationship is your best tool. And then he says here uh, in paragraph 7, Don't You don't have to part with the relationship, but you must exclude major areas of fantasy from your brother to save your sanity. You've got to give up fantasy to save your sanity. So start to look at all the fantasies, whether it's a revenge fantasy or you're sitting down and talking fantasy or you're having sex fantasy. Whatever the fantasy is, get rid of it. Get rid of it. And he is to save your sanity. And then he says in italics, hear not this now. Hear this now. Have faith in the Holy Spirit who answered you. He heard. He has not been, has he not been explicit in his answer? There's no conditions. Give the whole relationship to the Holy Spirit for healing. Do not take it back. Do not think you know. Have no attachment to the outcome. Yes. You can do this and ultimately you will do this. Start now. Yes. 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 Oh, it's time for us to pray. I'm going to remind you if you'd like to come on the relation the relationship the retreat with me at the end of the month where we'll definitely be doing some deep relationship work. So come on down. We're going to be healing those trust issues. Deep forgiveness work. Come to sunny California and join me, Jennifer Hadley. All the details are on my events page. Or join my Masterful Living Year program. We take an entire year to do this work. And we work it step by step. And people have amazing relationship shifts. If you're willing to do the work, I'm willing to hold your hand while you do it. Masterful Living is my year-long class All the details on my events page at jenniferhadley.com. Free forgiveness workshop on the homepage. All right. With our hand on our heart, we declare that we are wholeheartedly available to love ourselves, to love and be loved, to have our relationships made holy. In grace and gratitude, we accept it as already done, and so it is. Amen. 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 Have a great week. I love you. Thank you, everyone.
3: Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way.
2: Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio?
1: Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy?
2: Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show. And I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists and students from Unity Institute and Seminary. Topics like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care, religion and politics, current events.
1: Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? Right.
2: Dr. Tom and his students will talk about the hard questions facing all people today. Sometimes joined by rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? better he's going to introduce a controversial topic and let students and special guests go for it
1: this could get explosive does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights
2: (laughs) if i know dr tom he will keep it both friendly and spirited
1: whoa i gotta hear this when and where
2: the program is called let's talk about it and it's on every thursday at 9 a.m central time only on unity online radio so let's talk about it
1: definitely let's
3: Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on this message from Daily Word. Is something in your life causing you concern? Don't be discouraged. The presence of God is peace and harmony. Healing and creative ideas is with you every moment of every day, providing the help you need. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. You are a spiritual being, blessed with all that you need for happiness and fulfillment. God's wisdom will guide you. God's strength will help you do all that you need to do. And God's joy will lighten your heart
0: with hope and courage.
1: This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity.
0: Get on the path to greater success and financial freedom with best-selling author, entrepreneur, and host of The Abundance, Think show, Mae McCarthy. Learn how to achieve your goals and create the life you love. Join May for one of her empowering retreats and say yes to prosperity and limitless possibilities. Events are happening this fall and in 2020. Discover spiritual and practical tools to supercharge your success. Go to MayMcCarthy.com and click events to find out more.